Today is Wednesday, October 19th, and you are listening to What in the World with Amy Travis. A few weeks ago, I went to the store and bought a new coffee maker. When I brought it home and set it up, I threw away the directions because nobody was going to tell me what to do with my coffee maker. So instead of ground coffee, I put ground turkey in the filter. Yes, it was my choice to make, but I wasn't happy with the results. The latest misinformation campaign that inundates us every time we watch a commercial on TV or walk into a coffee shop is the notion that love is love. The implication is, of course, that all romantic relationships are created equal. It doesn't matter who you love because we can't choose our romantic attractions anyways. They choose us. On the surface, this sounds legitimate. As individuals, we have been granted free will by our creator and we have the right and responsibility to make our own decisions. No one likes to be told what to do and how to do it. That's just part of our dark human nature. And yes, it's true. You are your own person. You can make any choice you would like. But how's that working out for you? All of a sudden, the laws of nature that governed the previous millennia in every culture, in every country on the planet, are being contested. For example, as I alluded to earlier, many in our society have bought into the lie that love is love. They have rebelled against social norms and against God only to find out, like my really gross cup of coffee, they're not happy with the results. So how do we know this? Let's look at some statistics that prove this. Number one, same-sex couples who marry are more likely to divorce. 61% file annually for divorce compared to 41% of first marriages for heterosexual couples. Number two, the median duration of marriages between two females is only 4.1 years, and for males, it's 4.3 years, according to Finances Online website. The average length of marriage for heterosexual couples, however, who divorce is 8.2 years. And number three, fidelity rates among homosexual males are extremely low. Only 4.5% remain faithful compared to 75.5% for married heterosexual men. In fact, one study reported that 28% of homosexual men admitted to having more than a thousand different partners throughout their lifetime. Crazy. Suicide also, tragically, is a very serious threat among the LGBTQIA community, particularly in youth under the age of 18. For example, a Canadian study estimated that the suicide risk for youths in this demographic is 14 times higher than heterosexual youths. And tragically, 82% of transgender youth have considered killing themselves and 40% have attempted suicide. This is according to the NIH website. You know, in contrast to this heartbreaking picture that we just painted for you, we understand that God created the natural order for our protection. The family unit was designed to benefit all parties involved. The pattern established in Genesis, he created us male and female, and marriages between one man and one woman in a committed relationship is the foundation for healthy, sustainable relationships. Coloring outside the lines when it comes to sexuality is a recipe for broken families, heartbreak, and depression. The troubling truth is that when governments and people in power, as we're seeing in recent days, attempt to subvert the natural order, they are arbitrarily selecting winners and losers. Instead of all parties enjoying our God-given benefits and protections, as we discussed earlier, the weakest ones in that society are always the ones who suffer. And guess who wins? Not us. 
those in power benefit the most. Who do you think benefits from the legalization of gay marriage? Not necessarily the couples, apparently, as the statistics bear out. There's a lot of broken homes and broken hearts as a result. But the wedding industry saw an increase of $16.8 billion. Local economies also benefit from the increased tax revenue. And considering the average cost for a divorce, including attorney's fees, is $12,900, that industry experienced a big bump when gay marriage was legalized also. And guess who wins when transgenderism is glamorized and promoted? Clearly not the young boys and girls struggling to fit in with their peers. The medical industry and pharmaceutical companies, on the other hand, estimate the earnings to be $1.4 million per transitioning child over their lifetime because of all the medications and follow-up appointments. In the actual post, there is a link to a video by Dr. Shane Taylor of Vanderbilt University explaining how transgender surgery is a big moneymaker. But catastrophically, it's our kids who are paying the ultimate price when government and powerful corporations play God when they attempt to redefine biology and human behavior. In addition to the other horrific consequences just listed, the love is love propaganda is being used to legitimize sexually molesting children, believe it or not. Instead of calling these predators pedophiles, some are advocating for the use of the politically correct term, minor attracted persons. Again, the notion is that individuals don't get to choose who they're attracted to. In case you haven't noticed, we are in a deep, dark, spiritual battle, and the first casualty of war is always the truth. Even back in 2018, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg favored decriminalizing pedophilia and child sex trafficking. It's crazy. You can read on the blog post the article that talks about what she deemed to be acceptable behavior. So in conclusion, we must push back. The enemy will take and has taken all the ground that we concede. So no, love isn't always love. The word love has been hijacked and weaponized. And no, love isn't always love. You absolutely have the ability to choose who you love. That's the upside to free will. And no, love isn't always love. Sometimes it's perversion. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you. And remember to always pursue the truth. <music>